a good move. Why you dancing? Dancing is forbidden. Yoo-hoo, running crew! Welcome to Dancing is Forbidden, an Aqua Teen Hunger Force exploration. I am Ronnie, and on this podcast, I am watching through and talking about every Aquadonk side piece, one side piece at a time. And the Aquadonk that we are watching through and talking about this week is the 10th Aquadonk, Hand Bananas Demise. Hold up, hold up. We can work something out here. Tonight, you! Ain't that what you said? Ain't that what you said to me? Now, you might be having one of two reactions to this. Uh, First of all, if you're a long-time listener, you might be saying, Hold up, Ronnie, you dummy. You frickin' dingus. You skipped two of them. You didn't do the eighth Aquadonk side piece, Merlo's Revenge on Unbelievable Ron, and you also didn't do the ninth one, The Dumbest Doll of All. You surely are the dumbest podcaster of all. Well, you know... Here on the podcast feed, we just covered Hand Banana, so I felt like it made sense to jump ahead a little bit and cover this Aquadonk, the the final one with Hand Banana. So that's why we're doing them out of order. We will go back and do the other two eventually. And the other reaction you might be having is saying, hold up, what the fuck is Aquadong side piece? What What is that? You know what? I can't blame you for having that reaction because Adult Swim forgot to do a little thing called, uh, you know, really advertise these. So it totally makes sense that you might not know about it. You could find all of these, including this one, link in the description, for free on YouTube and Adult Swim's site. And in the side pieces, they are revisiting classic villains from the series. And in this one, the final one, they revisited Hand Banana. Now, if you are familiar with the Aquadonks, then you'll know the very first Aquadonk side piece was also with Hand Banana. But even though we have two Hand Bananas here kind of bookending the Aquadonk side pieces, they're very different kind of episodes and they're doing different things. So even though, understandably, you might be disappointed like, oh man, I love Hand Banana, but I wish they would have done, you know, insert whatever villain here instead of two Hand Bananas, I do appreciate it's two very different things that are happening here. So in the first Aquadonk, the first Hand Banana one, uh, the return of Hand Banana, of course we covered that on the podcast, but really quickly, basically you have Carl going over to the Aqua Teen's house saying like, help, uh, Hand Banana is, is holding me captive, like he has this tracking chip like in my neck or something, I need your help. And nothing really resolves there, not a whole lot happens. But in the second one now, I feel like this one, uh, spoilers, is a, is a tighter experience and a much better side piece. So I'm very happy that this one exists. You know what? Why don't we jump into it and talk about it, huh? Again, you could find the link to this in the description if you want to watch it. You should go watch all of them. Let's go talk about this one. Hand Bananas Demise debuting on Adult Swim's website and YouTube channel on April 28th, 2022. Given this is a YouTube short, there is no rating on this one. To our voice actors on this one, it is the holy trinity of Dana Snyder as Master Shake, Carrie Means as Frylock, and then Dave Willis as Carl, Hand Banana, and Spaghetti. That's it. It's just the three fellas doing what they do best here. Editing this one on the ones and twos, we have John Breston, 
who, as of this recording, uh, before covering this one, we covered the proper Hand Banana episode, which was season four, episode five. John Breston wasn't really involved that much in the fourth season of Aqua Teen. So we haven't talked about him in a little while. So glad to see him here. He didn't work on the original Hand Banana, but he's popping up on this one. Let's see what he does with it. Like all the other Aquadong side pieces, we open in on a title card here with our instrumental music, our, our quick theme song to these, done by Nick Inkatanawat. And we see Hand Banana at the beginning here, and he is humping the graphic that says side pieces. He's going to town on it, which is a contrast to the return of Hand Banana, the first Aquadonk, because in that one, we just had Hand Banana running in circles. That animation of him. Here, he's being a bad boy. From there, we have an establishing shot of Carl's house. We go inside, and we see that Hand Banana, he seems kind of down. He seems pretty bummed out. He's just laying on the floor looking morose. And we have Carl inquiring, what's going on here? Why are you acting like this? Maybe we'll get some answers. What's up? Is something wrong there? Nah, it's all good. All good in the hood. I noticed that you're not uh, slobbering on my one-of-a-kind autographed Jeff Hostetler bobblehead from the world champion New York football Giants <laughs> no more. I know you love to chew on it, and I know that it used to be of value before you did that. Well, I, I know that's your thing. I know you put it in the case. And... I can't help but feel like something's going on with you, man. Talk to God, me. God, get off my shit. God, I feel trapped. Oh, sorry, big man. But I make an effort. I put on them sweatpants you like. <laughs> so them sweatpants that Hand Banana likes, it's Carl's normal sweatpants, but on the ass it says moist and juicy in like red sequins. It's very funny. I like that Carl's dressing up here for Hand Banana. Uh, another visual element that we got was seeing Carl's Jeff Hostetler bobblehead that is placed very beautifully on a like Greek ionic column here. It's very fancy. And then over that is a big glass box, but we can see the bobblehead is all chewed up and broken, so I'm not sure why Carl decided uh, afterwards to keep it there. I, I don't know, but that's what he's doing. I am not a sports hunk, so I know nothing about Jeff Hostetler, but I looked it up. He was born in 1961. He was a quarterback for the New York Giants, who we know uh, Carl is a very big fan of. And he also played for the Raiders and the Redskins. His nickname is Hoss. Not to be confused with Big Hoss from Pawn Stars fame. And let me tell you, I don't think that this bobblehead would go for very much on Pawn Stars since Hand Banana absolutely destroyed it. For whatever reason, Carl still keeps it out. But I don't, I don't really know why he does. That's what he's doing, though. But we heard Hand Banana, he's down in the dumps. And this being a very big departure from any time we've seen Hand Banana, both in the Season 4, Episode 5, Hand Banana episode, and the first Aquadong side piece. Because here, Carl seems to actually care about Hand Banana, right? You would think he wouldn't, but uh, he, he does here. He's concerned for Hand Banana. We're going to cut outside now, right in front of Carl's house, where we see there is an electrical pole mysteriously there, of course. Uh, we never really see this before, except for maybe in, like, Dusty Gazangas, right? Occasionally, these electrical poles will show up when the plot needs them to. So we have this electrical pole outside, and hanging from the wires, we have a pair of sneakers. They are white with blue accents, 
And trying to get these sneakers down from the electrical pole, we have Master Shake there and Meat Wads kind of watching in as well. And we get some great physical comedy because Shake's going to try and throw a rock at the sneakers to knock them down, but the rock barely goes far at all because he's so weak. Plus, I mean, he's just got these little hands, right? He can't get that much leverage to throw this thing. But he's also going to pick Meatwad up and try and throw Meatwad up there to get them. But Meatwad will go even less in the air than The Rock did, which isn't saying much. Meatwad will fall to the ground. And watching in on all of this, we have Hand Banana and Carl, who we can see through the window. Look! Free shoes! And they're all mine! Ah. <laughs> oh, I almost got it that time! Who's this uh, tall drink of water next door? That, that's Shake. I need one of them shoes, boy. Hey, why don't you go get them? Daddy wants to play basketball! Ah. <laughs> so Meatwad, he didn't even go in the air. Shake really just kind of threw him horizontally. Not on purpose, I don't think. I think he genuinely wanted to throw him up to the shoes, but didn't quite work out that way. You heard that Hand Banana was interested in Shake. He's kind of got wandering eyes here. He's growing bored in his relationship with Carl. And Carl, I should mention, similar to the return of Hand Banana Aquadonk side piece, is wearing this shock collar kind of a necklace with a Hand Banana pendant on it. We'll actually hear Carl reference that in our next clip here. Because we're going to cut back inside to just continue on with this conversation where Carl is not happy about not only is Hand Banana disinterested in Carl, but he's actively kind of uh, lusting after Master Shake, who, side note, is in a way like Hand Banana's dad, which that opens up a whole other uh, set of implications. But I guess we should recall to the original Hand Banana episode where Carl creates his own dog, which very happily will make love to Carl very quickly after being created in that episode. So I guess this concept isn't exactly new. But going on outside, because we'll just see through the window here, we're inside Carl's house. We'll see Master Shake. He will have the orange chainsaw that he's trying to rev up just to cut down the electrical pole because he very clearly cannot get the shoes down. You were created from DNA from his hand. He got fries to go in that shake. Ooh. Oh, I see what this is. You like the neighbor now. What's he got that I ain't got? Answer me. Oh, hey, hey. I'm still attracted to you, Carl. I just have needs here. It takes two to tangle. You ain't pounced on me without my consent in months. I feel unloved. I'm just so bored. Yeah? Well, you keep your necklace. <laughs> I'd throw it off and fling it at you. If it wasn't a shock collar, you forced me to wear. Before the Aquadonks came out, Dave Willis did say that there was going to be one with Carl and Hand Banana where they just settled into this boring domestic life. And this is it. This is that one. This is the one I was waiting for because the return of Hand Banana was really kind of more or less the same as the original Ham Banana episode. It didn't really do anything too new or too different, in my opinion. It was just like an extension of the Ham Banana episode, while this is taking things in a different direction, which I really do appreciate. It's very funny here seeing Carl this upset about all of this going on. I, I think it's funny that Ham Banana doesn't know who Shake is, even though he lived at the Aqua Teen's house for a period, and he certainly had met Shake uh, in the Hand Banana episode. And I guess at a certain point, Meatwad was fine with Hand Banana just living at Carl's house because Hand Banana was was Meatwad's dog. 
So at a certain point, I guess Meatwad was like, yeah, sure, you could just go live with Carl, I don't care, or something along those lines. But we're going to cut back outside here, where Shake, he's he's chainsawing down the electrical pole. I guess we're going to have to call Dusty Gazangas to fix this, because he's going to be successful, and the electrical pole, as you would imagine, falls down, and it causes the power to go out. But Shake gets his shoes Unfortunately, they're dirty, they're stinky, they're not what he was hoping for. He thought they were LeBrons. Uh, they're actually Likes. It just says, you know, L-I-K-E-S on it, so a fun play on words. And then the, the logo on the side of the shoe is like the thumbs up emoji like that you might have seen on Facebook or something. So Shake, he's not happy with these Likes. Frylock's going to come out to see what's going on. <laughs> I wouldn't wait in line for these. I thought these were LeBrons. Mmm, my style. What happened to the power? Oh, what the hell, Shake? I told you to bring your eye lasers out here, and you refused. And now, because of your actions, we have no internet. Shake blaming this on Frylock, because Frylock wouldn't help Shake by uh, blowing up the pole with his eye lasers uh this is all frylock's fault although that would have happened regardless if frylock did that but more so you know frylock could have just i don't know flown up there and got them for shake so in a way i guess it kind of is frylock's fault he could have very easily just gotten the shoes off but you may have heard the electrical pole is on fire and i don't gotta tell you what that fire asset is I do really want to say, though, it is pretty dang cool the way that this this campfire that the guys recorded back in the 90s for Space Ghost Coast to Coast was used, you know, as recently as 2022, and you could see it in HD on YouTube. It's so cool the way that they just keep reusing this asset over the course of two decades at this point and counting. From there, we cut to, like, a close-up of Carl's window we're seeing inside of his house where... Again, Carl and Han Banana are there watching this. We see the Aqua Teens and this flame uh, reflected in Carl's window. And Carl's going to comment on this. And him and Han Banana are going to make up a little bit. And unsurprisingly, Han Banana, he's going to mount Carl here in the back. But there's going to be a problem. Look at that. <laughs> Knuckleheads. You don't want nobody dumb like that. <laughs> Only for a couple shoes. That's right. I got me a flip-flop, man. <laughs> Come on, you know you want this. Fight me or it's not fun. Uh-oh. I got me a flip-flop, man. That's Carl for you, a flip-flop, man. So what I love about this Aquadong side piece is that it's, it's recontextualizing the whole hand banana thing, right? Because you have Carl upset that hand banana's not into him, but it's interesting to see that after all this time, you know, over a decade and a half, that Han Banana, he's kind of growing tired of, of Carl and their relationship together. So they're touching on this kind of very human thing and just doing it, yeah, in a whole new way. Like, it's not the same exact joke as the Han Banana episode. However, all of this was a ruse on Carl's part, okay? Uh, evidently, Carl was just acting before. He wasn't actually upset that Han Banana wasn't into him. All of this was Carl putting on the performance of a lifetime because you heard Han Banana was like, uh-oh, we're gonna see this episode actually is not doing everything completely differently. 
because Carl yet again filled his orifice with glue, and this time Hand Banana fell for it. Hook, line, and sinker. Oh, what's happening? What is this? Godzilla glue. That's what's happening, son. That's right, you fucking animal. A little dabble do you, but a whole pint will get you. Enforcer, attack him. I want to be called spaghetti. <laughs> so if one callback there, we have spaghetti. Uh, we have hand banana dead naming spaghetti, which is surprising since, again, it's been over a decade and a half of him being spaghetti. I'm surprised that he jumped to the enforcer name there. But funny enough, we actually have spaghetti wearing the likeies that Shake just just got down from the, uh, the, the electrical lines there. <laughs> I like that he just has those on. But yes, Carl finally did it after all this time. He finally got hand banana. Now, it's, it is very shocking that it took him this long, considering evidently hand banana had been living there for like 16 years, and now he just pulled it off. But nonetheless... Go, Carl! I'm rooting for him here. I like that he went back to his original plan that we saw back in Season 4 of just filling his asshole with glue and catching Hand Banana that way. He perfected the art of, of gluing your asshole, and it worked. So he didn't go with the wacky glue this time. He upgraded to the Godzilla glue, which I... <laughs> that, that's a very exciting name right there. They definitely took it up a notch. Visually, the glue all over Carl's ass is like a, a green, viscous liquid. However, Carl holds up this bottle when he says that it's Godzilla glue, and it actually doesn't say Godzilla glue on the bottle. It says Incrediglue, Maximum Bond, and then the slogan is, It ain't going nowhere. So I assume that this is a prop from a, a later season episode that we have yet to cover on the podcast, because again, it does not say Godzilla glue on it, and there's no sort of visual indication that that's what this is. But also to the visual, something I love is we get this very funny shot of, because, you know, Ham Banana now, he's glued to Carl's back, and we have Carl kind of, like, shuffling around with his pants on around his ankles, which is a very fun animation <laughs> that we get to see. And I love this. This is, like, how it was in the original Hand Banana episode, where when Hand Banana mounts Carl behind like this, he holds on to Carl with his arms, and I think it's just a funny visual, too of seeing Hand Banana kind of holding onto Carl's uh, sides like this. Carl's gonna shuffle with Hand Banana glued to his back out his door to the car, and mind you, his pants are down, although we see him wearing underwear. I'm sure Matt and Dave wanted him to be naked, but of course they can't show that. So yeah, Carl shuffles out to his car. We get a great reaction shot of the Aqua Teens just looking horrified. Their jaws are dropped. They're just like, what the fuck are we looking at? So there's a great moment there while Carl gets in some uh, well-deserved words of victory while he peels out of here into Wicked. Hey, if anyone calls, we're off to the vet to get someone spayed, neutered, and maybe, just maybe, if he's lucky, <laughs> put to sleep. Hold up, hold up, hold up. We can work something out here. Tonight, you! Ain't that what you said? Ain't that what you said to me? It's very rare that we get to see Carl actually succeed in this way and actually triumph in this way. I mean, off the top of my head, I'm just brought to season one episode 8's Revenge of the Moonanites, when he stops the Moonanites with the foreigner belt. You know, he don't need no instructions to know how to rock. And I'm kind of drawing a blank past then of, of him actually uh, being like a victor in any sort of sense. I'm sure it's happened at least once, right? But I, I can't think of anything, which I think uh, kind of says a lot. 
So from there, you know, Carl, he drives to the vet. And we cut to the vet's office. Again, Carl's there with his pants around his ankles in his underwear with this dog creature thing glued to his back. We get some we get some fun visuals here. We cut to this veterinarian's office, and because this is a short that was done cheaply, we don't actually see any veterinarian or anything like that. We just see Carl in the room here looking at an invoice, and there's all sorts of details here. Of interest, the date is April 10th, 2021, so about a year before the short actually debuts. I have to wonder if that's when they started working on this one or what the significance of that date is, if there is one. Uh, the patient is hand banana, of course. Species, not any. Breed, hand slash banana. Color, yellow. Doctor is Dr. Smith instead of uh, Smith uh, with uh, two Fs there. Uh, age 14, because, you know, I guess they would have done this in 2021. Uh, sex is male. Tag, there's nothing there. Weight is 10. I assume that's 10 pounds. As for uh, the invoice, like the items on it, there's actually nothing very scandalous. It's not like, for example, season two, episode 17's Kidney Car, my favorite episode of the show, where Meatwad gets this ridiculous invoice for his car, like, you know, his hobbit's depressed and, you know, all, all this stuff. There's nothing like that here. It's pretty straightforward. There's, like, consultation, anesthesia, dressings, medication. Uh, funny here that it says that ham banana would be spayed, which spay is what you do to a female, not what you would do to a male pet. <laughs> so <laughs> I don't know uh, the credentials of, of this vet uh, but the total here is $677, and after tax, it's over $700. So we'll hear Carl is not happy about this. I do want to say the last thing is at the bottom of the page, it says time, 7.19 p.m. So that's when, I guess, around when this is taking place on April 10th of 2021. $700 just to clip off his lipstick? <laughs> nah. Nah, I ain't paying this. Oh, thank God. How old are you? 14. Well, that's like 80 in dog years. Oh, wait, you out. <laughs> Already feel your hips cracking. <laughs> I ain't got nothing but time, brother. So that is Ham Banana trying. I, I assume to break free. I don't think he's actually humping Carl there. I think he's trying to break away. So that is the end of Hand Banana's demise. Carl's got him trapped there. I don't know what the plan is. I guess for Hand Banana to die and then his like body to hang off of Carl. I don't really know. Uh, I'm surprised that Carl, you know, didn't just use the shotgun still. Like, I'm still going on about that from the Hand Banana episode. Like, could have just shot him in the head if you really, really wanted to get rid of this monster that was terrorizing your life. But, yes, that is the short, and I really love this. And the return of Hand Banana was my least favorite Aquadonk. I just didn't really like that one. To me... It was a little unfocused. It wasn't doing anything new. But this one I felt was very tight, very focused. I love the way that they handled it. We basically had, you know, Carl tricking us into thinking that he actually loved Hand Banana and that they were in this domestic relationship. But really, it was all a ruse. Carl was just acting, and very believably so, to trick Hand Banana into catching him in this way that is a direct callback to the hand banana episode because he tried and failed to do that here i guess his, he learned his lesson which was you don't need to put the glue down your throat or anything or in your ears just put it where hand bananas raping you and you'll catch them that way that's exactly what he did i wish we could have seen carl come into the vet's office 
in this state <laughs> and seen some reactions there. This is one that I I wish it were longer, but I feel like with the time that they had, they fucking killed it. They knocked it out of the park. And that is something that needs to be uh, addressed when looking at these Aqua Donks because there were, you know, for example, the Moon Knight one, I felt like needed to kind of be longer, that it was a little too quick to really land for me. But this one here, man, it's just so tight. I love that, like, everything we have going on with Carl and Han Banana, I think is, like, chef's kiss perfection. But also that we get this fun little Aqua Teen stuff with, with Shake trying to get the, the likeys down from the, the line. You know, he's throwing meat wad. Like, we get these fun little Aqua Teen moments that don't feel like they're just thrown in because, oh, well, we want to show some Aqua Teens in this short. Like, it really made sense Everything that happened here, it felt natural. We even, you know, had some Frylock, and then we had the great moment of the three Aqua Teens' reactions to Carl kind of shuffling out of the house with the pants around the ankles with Hand Banana strapped to him. We even got a little spaghetti reference there that, that was fun, a fun little callback there. And again, I would have loved like a full short with just spaghetti and Carl, but for what this was, I think it was really good, and because of that, I think I gotta give this one five likeys out of five. I just can't complain about this. It was everything I wanted it to be. I really loved this one when I saw it back in April of 2022, and I'm appreciating it even more now after having covered the Hand Banana episode on the podcast. This one was just very smart, just some great callbacks and a great play on that episode. So again, this is the last Aquadonk side piece. As I record this and put it out, we still have two more to cover, so we're not done with the side pieces, but this was just a great bow on top of the Aquadonks, a, a, a series that just played around with these characters that we love in many different ways, but I'll do some sort of retrospective on the Aquadonks once, once we actually finish them, and I'll also do like a ranking of them as well. So it's not very often that we get a happy ending in Aqua Teen, especially for Carl. So gotta love this one for that, at least. So thank you for hanging out with me for this bite-sized episode. And thank you to our supporters, our Moon Masters over at Patreon.com slash Dancing is Forbidden, who chip in every month to support this show and allow it to continue. And doing that harder than anybody, we have our Highlander Nick. There can be only one! There's only one time where Carl triumphs over Hand Banana despite Hand Banana showing up at least two other times in the series, just like there's only one Nick. And thank you to our number one in the Hood G tier supporters, Sean, Ian, Captain Buford, Robison, Jason, Carl, Leche Raton69, Empower706, SwimWiki, Carson, and Lurvenator. You guys cannot pay your vet bill any day of the week. I'll see you next week. Till then, keep it cool. Take it easy. Bye-bye.